wonderful day today, I am for sure. Today we have on the line with us Maria Messier, and she's with an innovative product and a business she founded, Extend Her. Maria, thanks for coming to the SCORE Small Business Success Podcast line. I appreciate it. Oh, Ramon, thank you so much for having me today. No, you're welcome. And so, Maria, tell us a little bit about Extend Her. You know, we just, you know, we know you're an entrepreneur, but so people understand, what is Extend Her? It sounds either like something for husbands, like to give their wives more time, or it sounds like something <laughs> the busy moms buy to manage if they have a lot of kids. I don't know. What is it? What does Extend Her? It's a little bit of all of that you just <laughs> mentioned, actually. So think about this. One of the biggest frustrations that expecting women face is the inability to zip their coats. And Mm. I have four children under six, so I experienced this firsthand. And when I was pregnant with number two, I thought to myself, you know, rather than buying an expensive maternity coat, there has to be something out there. And, of course, there wasn't. And, you know, many of us come up with a great idea on how to solve a problem. It's just a matter of getting it to the next level. Mm -hmm. So some time went by, and, you know, of course, life gets in the way. But here I found myself with my last pregnancy, I was expecting twins, and I was in the same situation. So I had presented my idea just very casually at a party, a family party, and my aunt happens to be a New York designer. And when she heard of this idea, she said, you know, listen, this is, we're onto something here. I I Mm. think we can really together make this an awesome product. So in answer to your question, what it is, is it's one product with two modes of function. First, it's a clip-on jacket extender that you can use on any of your coats or garments to make your jacket more functionable. So you don't have to purchase Mm -hmm. a maternity coat. And then after you have the baby, you use the same product and you simply invert it and you can use it as a baby wearing cover. So then you can avoid snowsuits, blankets, jackets, things like that on your baby. And the best part about it is you can use it up till about two years old. So it's, it's really an investment because you're, you're using it for so long, but you're also sharing mm-hmm. it with dads, grandparents, babysitters, really anybody who wants to baby wear. Got it. People can go to your website, of course, extend her and see it. But just verbally tell us now, is it something zippered or is it like buttons? How does it clip on? Because if I have a coat and I guess it goes on the inside or outside, just walk me through how that works. Sure. So it's actually very simple. It's a clip-on jacket extender. So anything with an opening, like a zipper, it clips right onto the zipper. And the reason we did not do a zipper, a zipper attachment, is because it's not a universal fit. So instead, Mm -hmm. we did a clip-on system. So it just simply clips on and off very, very quick. In fact, our motto is clip, zip, and go. <laughs> Sounds like something busy moms would love. And I assume, or maybe I'm wrong, are there different colors? Like, what if I have a green coat or a black coat? How does that work? Well, we actually did have some other colors, but we found, okay. especially in the you know metropolitan areas, black is what sells the most. Mm-hmm. So we have mainly black. We have a couple of mm-hmm. the other colors, but they're not as popular. So black is it. it. And the only difference that we have with the different products is that the linings so if you live like where we live it's freezing so you want Mm -hmm. the heavyweight which is polar tech fleece but others who may not have such a harsh climate may want a different product which is a little bit lighter weight 
and we call right. that a power dry version. Nice. And that's available. And it, very nice. And I know one of the big tips you shared, Maria, was you know that it's important to do your homework before going into a business to make sure kind of it's worth your time. That sounds to me like something from very personal experience and lessons learned. Can you elaborate on that tip? Because I think for many business owners who are going into business, Maria, they're not prepared. They don't know how long it takes. They think, oh, you know what, let me save up money for two days, and I'm sure after that I'll get, you know, money will start pouring in. And I'm exaggerating, two days, maybe they have a month's worth of money. But tell us about that, what that means to you, meaning be prepared, and why you, why you thought that was so important to share with our audience. Well, because the problem is, is as you said, people do think that it's a, a quick road, and it's not. I mean, it's an uphill battle. It's a constant fight. And when I say do your homework, there's so many people that are willing to help you along the way so you don't reach so many roadblocks. And, you know, we'll get into score a little bit later. But mm -hmm. for us, it's very important to do your homework and just find out, first of all, do you have, is there a need for a product that you may have solved a problem for? You know, of course, you're attached to your own product and think it's grand, but you have to make sure that other people have that same feeling. Otherwise, it's not going to sell. That's very important. Secondly, there's so many different layers of building a business from the financials to the legalities to the, you know, in our situation, we have a product that is related to baby. So mm -hmm. we have to have a lot of regulatory bodies involved. So it's just important to really recognize all of the layers before you jump in completely. That would be yeah. right. And <laughs> no, you're right, uh, Maria. And how do you, though, again, you can't really predict that, can you? I guess you can do yeah. some research ahead of time. That's probably my best advice is do research ahead of time before you yeah. leave your day job and do it full time or, or, or switch, whatever. But I'm thinking that, you know, I've talked to food entrepreneurs. You're in, in the fashion industry, a uh, clothing industry. So how yeah. do you prepare for that, then, Maria? Because isn't, I'm sure you found that maybe there's some things you didn't know. And how do you know what you don't know? Uh, that's, you know what, how do you deal with that? Yeah, that's a famous quote. You don't know what you don't know. How do you deal with that? Honestly, keep your eyes and ears open at all times and be willing to accept advice from those mm -hmm. who have been down this road before. There's so many blogs and forums and groups where people are really willing to help one another to avoid costly errors. And I find that I get a lot of valuable information from those sort of blogs and groups. And again, I mean, as you mentioned, we will get into SCORE, but that is tremendous, tremendous yeah. help and guidance with SCORE. Yeah, I, so, I must say, Maria, I say that all small businesses, if you haven't, and we're going to talk about SCORE, and again, I'm sure most of our audience knows, but, but if you haven't been to a SCORE office, uh, you definitely have to. Yeah. So we will, we're, we're going to save them towards the end. But another few things you talk about are the challenges. And I know, Maria, as an entrepreneur myself, uh, there's a lot of challenges we face. So let's talk about, again, you can mention hundreds, but I know one thing you mentioned was pricing, which I thought was interesting. A friend of mine, yeah. Lisa Hendrickson of SparkCity.co, uh, pricing expert, says that's a big issue for small business owners. And you had, a, I'm sure there are several issues, but I'd like you to share with us kind of an anecdote, which is really a pillar of one challenge you had about pricing that you had trouble with at first. How, how did that happen? Yeah, the thing is with pricing, I remember this conversation. My partner and I looked at one another. We were sitting at my kitchen table and mm -hmm. said, okay, how much, how much should we sell it for? <laughs> and there's really, I mean, looking back in retrospect, you really have to have a mathematical reason to figure out where you're at with pricing rather than how much should we sell it for? Mm -hmm. You know, and we, we sort of tried to put ourselves in the shoes of 
moms? What would a mom spend rather than purchasing a, a maternity coat, really? And we kind of had an idea of what a maternity coat costs and wanted to be comparative to that. The problem with that whole idea is that you really need to take in, into account your cost, you know, all of those little pieces of overhead that add up tremendously. And for us, our biggest challenge is that we are made in the U.S., and we are very proud of that, and we plan on keeping it here. But mm -hmm. with that comes significant cost that a lot of people really don't recognize. And that's, you know, it's tricky. It's very tricky to find a good manufacturer at a cost-effective price that you can actually build a business. But fortunately, we did. But without mm -hmm. getting off topic here, that was really one of our good. biggest challenges. So, so we went ahead and we priced it. We, in, initially, mm -hmm. we priced our product at $89.99, right? And mm -hmm. that's sort of, if you think about it, it's not the lower end, but it's also not the luxury space, as they call it. It's sort of in the middle. Right. And I remember we were having some difficulty with sales because we just were kind of floating in the middle of uh, the road. And a retailer, a friend of mine, came to me and said, you know, as an outsider looking in, you have to sort of regroup and think about which target market you want to hit. Do you want to be a retailer that hits luxury or do you want to be someone who hits, you know, the average everyday person? Mm -hmm. And we really thought about that and listened to what she had to say. And with her advice, as well as the advice of SCORE, who also said a very similar thing, which was either bump it up or bump it down, figure out what you can do. Interesting. And ultimately, we bumped it up. We bumped it up a lot. We went up to the 90s, and then ultimately, we ended up at 139.99. Mm -hmm. And our sales have, I mean, we are thrilled. Our sales have gone through the roof. And I wow. think part of that is because you're in a different demographic now and also are, you know, many, many factors, but it's just a very interesting piece of advice that, that actually worked out quite well. And would you say, Maria, that this is, and again, extrapolating this to help others, do you think that everyone might consider this, meaning uh, that there's two pricing models or would it be in this space? Just curious how you see, especially the, the clothing industry. Let's put it that way. I won't make it for all small businesses, jackhammers and cars, but for clothing. Is it that or, or others could be three or four different types of pricing? What do you find? I think in our situation, it's unique to this probably okay. uh, because it's, it, it's not like a pair of jeans. You know, a pair of right. jeans can range, you know, and you have a lot of different competitors and, and whatnot. We're very fortunate in that we really don't have a ton of competitors at this point. In fact, we really only have two and they're Canadian. So it's a very different model. But in our particular situation, I mean, it really seemed to be very helpful. Gotcha. And I think the issue with pricing, then again, we can't help every small business on this show. But I think the issue with pricing, the key is do your research, you know, yeah. investigate it and get help, I think, from someone else. I know at least from entrepreneur to entrepreneur. We're not pricing yeah. experts. You know, we know how to create our stuff. And I think that's right. the biggest lesson for anyone listening. And I would say be cautious of the price. That's the main thing. Don't just slap on a price and say, well, seems good to me. Is that, is that a fair segment, Maria? Yeah, you have to be able to back it up. And one of the most important things when we market, you know, someone looks at a price, $139.99. That's not cheap. And I get it. Mm -hmm. I mean, as a mom, I get it. It's very expensive. However, 
here's why it's $139.99. And that's sort of the, mm. the message that we say, listen, the quality is superb. It's made of the finest fabrics. It's going mm-hmm. to keep your baby warm. It provides easy on-off clipping, so you don't have to worry about all that other stuff. And especially for that, as I said, the Metro mom, it's simple. And there's right. a price to pay for simplicity, mm-hmm. which I know I'm willing to pay. <laughs> Anything that right, makes right. my life more I am willing to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be sure to put, put a tweet out to all my people so they can start sending you stuff to buy, uh, Maria. Don't worry. <laughs> no, this is useful. The other thing I know that many small businesses have challenges with, Maria, is marketing. I do. You talked about it. I mean, you, will, you're not, you haven't talked about it yet, but we're going to touch into that. And that really you had to end up hi- hiring somebody to help you, as I understand it. In my case, I think that let's talk to both sides, Maria. I think you can do marketing on your own. I think that's a given. Yeah. You know, you can do click on boost posts, and that's a political issue, whether you can whether you boost or not. But you can do some marketing on your own. So sure. talk to the people who can do it on their own, and then help us understand. So, Maria, why did you hire somebody? Help us understand when to make that transition. Okay. Well, obviously, listen. When you're building a business, you're poor. <laughs> you right. have very little money to invest mm-hmm. and there's so many different ways of investing and, and it's very difficult to know where to put your your dollars right and i remember my my parents gave us a small investment and basically said do what you need to do with it right mm-hmm. and the first mistake we made is we directly went to a large marketing firm and that was okay. mistake number one at the time it sounded great we thought oh they can help our small business grow Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'll share. It was fifteen hundred dollars. Now, to us, that was a tremendous amount of money. To them, right. that is a speckle of mm-hmm. money in the grand scheme of marketing. Right. So, you know, they they took it. They listen. They did a nice job, but it didn't go very far. Now, if right. I had to do it all over again, I would have really taken that money and applied it to Facebook marketing, and done it on my own because I I've been taking classes and trying to understand and all of that. And there is, I mean, if you don't have a budget to to hire a company, there is certainly ways to do it. It just right. takes time, and there's a great great learning curve for marketing, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean it can't be done. Right. Um, and I think that it also is a good teaching tool for yourself as a small business owner. I mean, you can't you can't expect everyone else to do your work for you, and you can't afford it. There has to be a growth that you are responsible for, and that means putting in the work and the time and truly understanding, you know, the dynamics of your business. Then later on, when you start making some money and start making some ground, then you can decide what it is you do well. That's kind of... You know, that Barbara Corcoran always talks about that. You know, once you Mm -hmm. succeed, it's time to figure out what you do well and what you do fairly well. And the fairly Mm -hmm. well, it's time to turf out to others. What you do Mm -hmm. well, you stick with. Yeah, you're right. That's so so true. Good good advice for that. And I think that, and I think I'm experiencing that as well. I mean, I think, you know, doing it on your own is great, but I think that when you hire somebody to work with you, and I think it's interesting you brought out, Maria, the the aspect of using a larger agency versus someone different. I know in my case, larger agencies are great, but big companies yep. use big companies. I really like using somebody smaller who really, my $1,500, my $1,000, my 5000 means a lot to them, and they're going to yes. make it stretch. You know, so yes. I, does that make sense to you? It does, absolutely. Yep. And yeah. uh, now I know that. <laughs> now I understand <laughs> that. So, you know, as I was saying, I was able to do some things with Facebook marketing on my mm-hmm. own. But I thought to myself, you know, 
there has to be more. There has to be a way to reach those people that we are not reaching. Right. And ultimately, we decided that it was just at the point in the business where we were heading into the holiday season. We really wanted to amp up our marketing, and it was going to be difficult to really understand the back end of things. I didn't have right. the time to put in. And it was just, it was at the right time. I mean, you just kind of know, I think, as a business owner, you know when that mm. time is. And honestly, it was the best decision we've made. Yeah. No, because I, I now very, very nice. they are a fantastic mm-hmm. company here in upstate New York. They actually, it, it, ironically enough, we found them through a friend. They're fantastic. And what I love is that they work with our small budget. They recognize that we're a startup. They recognize we're local and they want to see us succeed. So they mm. do what they need to do with our budget. They know we can't afford tens of thousands of dollars. And they're making it happen. And, Mm -hmm. you know, surely I would love to add even more dollars that way, but we just simply can't do it. Right, right. No, very true. And we're pleased. Right. No, very good. I think, listen, marketing is so important, Marie, and I think when it's done right, it it helps. Um, Let's talk about SCORE. We've mentioned them several times, and I think for those who don't know, SCORE is is an organization, a national organization with about 300 offices around the country, 11,000 or so counselors, and really uh, a free service. You can go to SCORE, get a, you know, schedule an appointment with them at SCORE.org, and these are uh, mature business owners who will help you grow your business. Of course, in local areas, Maria, they have, you know, uh, paid services. You can go pay for different uh, uh, seminars and things like this. But what has it meant to you, Maria? How do they really change the dial or, or add to what you're already working on? How did that help? Score has been unbelievable. <laughs> and, you know, we, we came across it. It was kind of a fluky thing. I had Googled, you know, just some agencies in the Capital District. And I actually came mm-hmm. across SBA. And then there was a sublink of SCORE. So I just sort of, you know, investigated a little bit and I thought, all right, well, you know, let me, let me make a meeting. I honestly didn't truly understand what it was all about. I just knew that it was a free service. So I thought, Hey, mm-hmm. it can't help. All right. Or it can right. help rather. Can't hurt. And our, you know, our first meeting, it was, it was funny because in, <laughs> you know, the, the gentlemen that we still work with to this day, actually, they're older gentlemen and they really weren't mm-hmm. quite getting what our product was all about. So it was, it was funny because, you know, there's mm-hmm. a bit of an age difference and whatnot. But what I found is, boy, I'll tell you, these mentors, they, they truly, truly care and they're a sounding yes, board yes. and they, they want to help. They want to help and they're just, they're another means of bouncing ideas off of, and yeah. they have a, an outsider's perspective. And, you know, it really, it's, it's a free service for crying out loud. I mean, you have mm-hmm. nothing to lose. And the best yeah. thing about SCORE for us is, you know, we had entered the Small Business Challenge, and, you know, there was over, what, over 400 entries over the, the U.S., and we ended up getting into the top 10 and we were flown to uh, DC mm-hmm. and we placed in the top three. So wow. from that, I mean, we had an amazing experience in DC. We had some great seminars. We had a day of score business training. It was phenomenal. And from that, yeah. of course, then you meet connections and you make some great friends and you learn about other businesses and entrepreneurs who are going through the same exact struggles as you are. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Making the right connections with people. But I mean, I can't stress enough the importance of if you just, if you're trying to figure out what the next step is, 
contact SCORE. And yeah. even if that individual can't help you, maybe they have someone else who can. Exactly. And to that point, remember that SCORE has, I mean, hundreds and hundreds and thousands of counselors and dozens yeah. probably in each, each of your SCORE offices. And I think to the point about you know, being older or, or experienced professionals, Maria, I think that some people I've heard when they go to a score office, well, these are many older people, you know, because again, a lot of them are, have very seasoned years of experience and are volunteering their time to help. And I think, yeah. I, as I tell my 22-year-old son, Tim, there is nothing more important than experience. The gal or the guy who's done it for 30 years, 40 years, yep. maybe they don't know the latest on Snapchat, but again, many of the score counselors do. My score counselor in New York, he knows social media. But the point being, once they get your, their, their teeth into your business, isn't business the same, Maria? It's product, it's segmentation, it's service, yep. it's customers, it's manufacturing. It's the, the essence of business in, in 2016-17 is the same as it won in, 2000 and, and, you know, 20, you know 1960 or whatever it is, to a degree, yes. I think. The principles are the same. So. Right, absolutely. The core, the core principles. Yeah. I mean, certainly the, the – Things have changed in terms of marketing and all of that, as you said, but right. core principles are the same. And, you know, right now I am I am so excited because over the last couple of months, you know, we've had a couple of new guys enter. So now we have like five mentors at any given time. It's great. So right. this gentleman by the name of Tom Evans, he's big into financials and he was a CFO at one point and so really understands the value of a really good spreadsheet and the financial spreadsheets and all of that. Right. And now remember, my background is nursing. So this is like mm -hmm. foreign to me. And really in our last meeting, I mean, he had created a template basically that's specific for our business. And he said, mm. you know, this is really crucial moving forward. This is going to be your baby. You have to really understand this. And it's just, it's like, wow. I mean, he really cares. They all care. Right. It's awesome. It's yeah. really, really no, that's great. True. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, for, for sure, I think the care is the second part. I think, Marie, that's the other thing that I really like is that the care is that you can go there trusted, know that nobody's trying to jerk you or do anything that's in your not in your best interest. So I totally I think that's a great, yep. great point as well. Absolutely. Um, Maria, and one more time, tell us, uh, Maria Messier. Yes. Maria Messier. <laughs> Did I get it right? Yep. Good. Yep. Maria Messier of Extend Her. And the website is theextendher.com. Did I get that right, Maria? Yes, you did. Wonderful. And definitely you want to check that out. And Maria is definitely benefited from scorescore.org as I have an amazing service to help small business owners. And I think you really should check out her product. I mean, the extender, as we said, for, you know, those who, for women, you know, you're pregnant and you want to keep that coat and, and protect yourself from the elements, you can use the extender for that or after your baby comes to wrap your baby as well. But Maria, anything I didn't ask you today that you wanted to share or talk about before we uh, conclude our amazing discussion? No, I think we covered it, and I really appreciate you having me today. This was wonderful. Absolutely. Glad to have that. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Maria Messier of Extender, and you can check her uh, product out at theextendher.com. And this has been, uh, my name is Ramon Ray, editor of Smart Hustle Magazine, and this has been another edition of the SCORE Small Business Success Podcast. Mm -hmm.